Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Ethan Schultz. I'm your host of the True You Podcast. Here at True You, we have conversations with people living their best lives in hopes that you will gain value. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to the True You Podcast. We're here for the 72nd time, and today we are blessed to have Miss Shannon Markham on with us. Shannon is a soul-powered business coach, brand expert, and entrepreneur who made the leap from corporate life to a digital nomad seven years ago after launching her first business. Her background includes high-tech, fashion, retail, and product development, including roles at Intel, Nike, and Gap. She is a world traveler passionate about empowering others to step into their soul power and create the location-independent lifestyles that they crave. Miss Shannon, welcome to the studio. Hello, how are you today? I am great. We're blessed to have you. Thank you for jumping on. Um, You're all over the place. Where are you at right now? At the moment, I'm in Bend, Oregon. Okay, and is that where you're from originally? Or? Yeah, I am. I'm an Oregonian uh, native for sure. Yeah, so my family's been in Oregon forever. As I bounce around, I've always got a solid home spot that never moves. So it's a great home base. Good, good, cool. Yeah, it's beautiful up there too. That's awesome. It is absolutely. Um, it's 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 a good place to kind of rebalance and unwind and get back to nature, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, and we had a chance before this to connect a bit briefly and and just hear your story and and I think it's fascinating. I love digital. I love I love nomads. I love people who are are like free. One of my strong values is freedom. And today with the digital accessibilities, what's available to us, there's so much value that can be created from anywhere. So I love your story. And before we dive in, can you just tell us a bit about, you know, the, where that seven year journey began, how you created this lifestyle and we'll get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was a corporate queen before, you know, really thrived in that environment between, you know, Intel and Nike. And from that comes a lot of great things, best practices, processes, how to work collaboratively with uh, people all over the world. So innately, you know, you're, you're learning how to work uh, globally. Um, so that really laid uh, an amazing foundation for me. And out of that came an opportunity to work for a startup locally in Portland that I was really excited about. I was ready to get out of the kind of siloed corporate life and wear many hats. And within that space at the climb, I really had the chance to work with the C-level executives and was entirely responsible for building out the business by myself. And this is where I started to take the best practices and start learning how to build a business from scratch. Areas of business that maybe I didn't know quite yet became things that I was thrown in headfirst and excited to tackle. And so that was kind of my first taste of moving from corporate to a startup. And there's just a whole vibe that comes with a startup that I think is, uh, is fun and, and makes you feel valued. And through that process, I really learned that I really value the idea of having an idea and seeing it actualized, whether it's a physical product or a brand. And this is where, you know, Mod House was born, was 
my love for wanting to partner with founders to tackle the challenges that come with launching a brand, having done many of those and really helping them actualize their dreams. And in this case, it was really fashion in that space. Mm. Cool. Yeah. There's some, just like the spirit and the energy that comes from that bold leap from corporate to your own creations. Like I, I love that aspect. And I, I, my personal experiences with people that are in that world and that take those leaps, my experience of them is just such a, a well-rounded sort of like learning attitude, a bold, like I am going to take my life and I'm going to do something with it. I'm going to serve. Like, it's really a beautiful, it's art really is my, my take on it is it's art. I like that. That's a great point of view. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And I think, you know, something we really connected on to was in that space became um, a really clear play, like time in my life where I started it kind of my, my own spiritual journey above and beyond, you know, you know, the travel. So I had started traveling. I was traveling all over the world, even with Nike. That's really where it started. You know, we needed to travel all over the world to meet with our factories and get inspiration. So we'd be in Paris and then Shanghai and New York City. And I learned really quickly that I have the travel bug. Like I have, like I'm an explorer <laughs> yeah. archetype just as a, as, as a personality, you know, I love to explore. I love WTF moments is what I call them. Where <laughs> you're just like, what am I seeing or smelling or tasting? And yeah, I just got to, you know, I, um, that was kind of my first introduction to traveling the world and it was for work to start with. Yeah. How does being a nomad and being all over open up vision and open up the the connection to your whether it's your brand your product what you're creating like how does that out there experience open up like i imagine it opens up a lot for you it does yeah you know the inspiration is endless you might see a building shape that gives you an idea for a silhouette in fashion you might see a color or a texture that you want to see transposed to a fabric or you might see how a completely different culture tackles a problem and apply it to your business in a way that that um, you wouldn't have before. So it really does expose you. And if you're somebody that is open-minded and pers- you know um, open-minded and perspective uh, from that, taking that perspective and you can apply it, then you really have the opportunity to um, to grow and be more creative. I love that. I love that. It, even hearing you is inviting me to to travel. I, uh, that's part of my value is to travel and experience. And I'm like, oh wow, this is inspiring. Um, we talked beforehand, and 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 the, a lot of our listeners are really um, entrepreneurial spirited, have similar values as you and I. May have a lot of interest in, you know, how they can develop their own product, service, business, and get this you know opportunity to be able to travel. I know you have a lot of experience, and and we talked about like a practical way of of inviting people into this um beforehand and i'd love to to segue into that if you're open and and look at like some of those um those practical steps or those those uh, initiatives that you have and and see if there's any alignment for our audience so um 
you you mentioned building like a creative business that you love in 30 days, which sounds so radical to me. Right. I'd love to start there. Like what, what would you speak to on that? And, and let's see where that takes us so we can get into the steps if you'd like, but yeah, yeah share that with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. I mean, one thing I love about creativity now and where we are in the world is typically when you're building a business and all the businesses that I have built, I mean, it takes time and planning and months and sometimes years. But right now with the way the world is with TikTok and content creation and Instagram and really transitioning from just influencer marketing into brands wanting to have a genuine connection with their consumers and talk to them with other consumers that actually love the product, we're finding that, you know, user generated content, which is not new, it's been around, is really picking up, um, picking up steam and, and, and really getting a lot of momentum. And that's because there's millions of brands and everyone's fighting to get attention. And instead of taking the old way of spending tons of money on these amazing ads that are um, very aesthetic, they're learning that we want to connect with people that look like us or sound like us or live like us and hear from them firsthand um, how they feel about the product. And what we're finding is that today it's about evoking a feeling or offering a transition or a transformation for uh, for customers versus like, you know, make it and they will come and this is a cool product or so in that space, this is the perfect environment for building a location independent business, something that you can do and work from anywhere, something that you can do from home, work on the road. If you want van life, just spend more time with your family, work from the soccer game or even travel the world. And that's really where this building a day in 30 days comes. You know, the creative world consists of you are your brand. So it's you doing things that you love and working with products and brands that you love. And it's a different business model that we can do a lot faster than we see in the traditional business models. Oh, you got me interested. <laughs> <laughs> you got me very interested. Um, tell us, I, I guess, how would you speak to those that are like, okay, tell me more. What would that look like for me? How, yeah. how would you... Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's five steps to really getting you there. And this is part of what we're doing. And with some of the women I'm working with that's, that are members in the UGC society, you know, granted, this is not a get rich quick. This isn't something where, I mean, this is you're hustling for 30 days, but those are my people. I, I, I'm a hustler. You know, the, the, the men, women and others that um, want to hustle like those, those are, those are my people. And those are just those that, you know, even if you're working a nine to five or you've got something else going on, like you're ready to put in the work to make it happen. And if you're willing to do that, we're going to do it in 30 days. And this is something that I was able to prove out as a concept, you know, prior to teaching others. So ultimately the first thing we want to do when we're working in a creative space, you know, we want to make sure that we are in touch with products and services and brands that really embody who we are as a person, because this is what makes it so fulfilling. So the first thing we want to do is figure out what our niches are. So not a single niche, like what are the things that are going to really tie back to brands that are part of who I am as a person, my lifestyle, and the things that just feed my soul. So that's kind of the, the first step. And this really ensures that what we're doing uh, from a creative perspective is aligning with the DNA of the brands that we're working with. So it helps create a really 
uh, synergetic relationship between you as the creator and business owner and, and the brand, which is also yeah. a um, That's exciting to me. And it makes so much sense. It's like, why do something if it's not aligned to who we are, what we want right. to create? Like, like what, who are we? My question for you is, is there any tips or tricks to digging and determining what our niches are? Yeah, absolutely. I think innately people want to say, you know, like I love health and wellness, which sounds like a niche, but if you think about digging into that and, and it's kind of like, well, what, what about health and wellness? You know, if you just stick with that, you're going to spend all your time vetting brands and, and maybe a brand coming to see you or talk to you that you're not, not as well connected with. So if you think of it this way, maybe more like I do mental health, mental health apps for health and I do CBD wellness. So you can see that we're still in those, those industries and in that space, but now I've narrowed it down enough to where I'm going to be working with the right brands and I'm going to stand out for brands. So really we do kind of a process of talking through your passions beyond the things that you've done as a job. So for instance, maybe you've been in tech this whole time, but you love plants, you have a garden. And when you come home, that's your passion. So we're really pulling from who you are as a person. I ask my clients, like, talk me through your day. If you did everything in one day, what are the things you're doing? And we really pull things out of areas that they're maybe not thinking about that they find really important, whether it's yoga, uh, meditation, you know, plants. So there's a, there's a fun creative process that we do. That's just talking authentically to each other about mm. like what fuels our soul. And from mm. that, we find these fun, sometimes unexpected niches that were like, that really is an important part of something that I do or who I am or something that I'm really passionate about. Mm, I love that. And that, uh, that what's coming up is like, Oh, so power coaching. It makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think it's, um, you know, we hear the word niche so much now, especially in social media, you know, niche down, niche down, and people are getting overwhelmed and they're like, I don't need a niche and I am my niche. So mm -hmm. this is, is a little different in, uh, in the sense that it's multiple niches. We try to find five to start with, you know, for, so mm. for instance, for me, um, I've got a, I've got a dog, an eight pound Pomeranian. And so, uh, you know, dog wellness is a big part of some of what I focus on and I spend time with my dog, uh, regularly. So Bentley is a big part of my life. So she's included in my creativity. She also travels with me all over the world. So I'm able to niche out, you know, kind of dog wellness and, and dog travel, which mm. is a niche within, you know, you think pet and then there's cats mm. and dogs. So it helps me make sure I'm working with the right brands and also just doing things that are aligned with my lifestyle and the things that I love. I love that so much. It's like, you're, you're not even working right. like well, you are, but you aren't, you know, right. and so that's the, that's the energy that, that I, I pick up on. Yeah. Um, that's like, that's great. So people got their niche right now. We're, yep. we're, so we're, got our niche. we're got our niche. Step one, knocked out. Step Here one. we go. Done. We're feeling good about it. Yeah. So step two, you know, we're building a business. And so much of what is left out with some of the um, programs or information out there is the business fundamentals. We, ha we have to set up a business operation. So first is, you know, to LLC or not to LLC. Um, it's something to think about based off of your state and, and, and where you're living or if you've already got an, another LLC that you can DBA under. We want to figure out what makes sense for you. So we go through that and figure out the benefits and tax structures. The second part is really, you know, accounting management. 
I always say, if you're not an expert in something, especially when it comes to finances, don't own it. Go ahead and let somebody else do that. There's a lot of great services out there, whether it's local uh, or it's virtual assistants or it's an online service that can help manage your finances. And even if you're small, you don't want to mess this up. Once once it gets to tax season, like we just want to make sure those ducks are in a row <laughs> right mm -hmm. out the gate. So we're focused on that. The other is, you know, I'm helping you build in a, a location independent business. It's about time and freedom. And in order to empower you to do that, we have to make sure we have efficiencies again, right out the gate. So schedule and time management. So we have tools and resources so that things are scheduled out or figured out for you. You've got applications like Calendly and other things where we're automating your business, you know, right in the very beginning so that you're not having to manage a lot. Great. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It's like, uh, it, it's, it seems as it occurs to me, it seems like a lot, which is great. That's because like, that's where you also can come in or that the service can make sense because like, oh, in a quick, you know, urgent period of time in 30 days, like there's a lot of little checklists there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and frankly, the things we've talked about and, you know, what I'm about to go through now, we've done this in a week. So wow. we, and, you know, part of that is I've templatized things. I've got links, I've got, um, you know, uh, workbooks, uh, connections, networks. I really want to make it to where it's, I'm handing you a golden platter and you pick off what you need for your business based off of how you want to set it up. I want to okay. make this as effortless and no stress as possible for people because I've already done the work for you. And that's why we're able to do all of this in such a short amount of time. Right. And I love that you get through that part right away. I mean, and that's, that's really, it's needed, but the, the, I notice a lot of businesses in my experience, entrepreneurs put off some of these things. Um, they may not uh, address them to the depth or to like the accuracy that they're, they're really needed. Yeah. Um, which also can affect our mindset and how it occurs to us. It can throw our energy off. So mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah, yeah. It's very easy for these things to rob our energy, folks. It is. And if we just do it right in the beginning, I mean, it also is empowering because you're like, wait, this is a, I'm building a legit business. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I'm, I, and I'm fundamentally understand the importance of, you know, we're, we're getting that business mindset going. So as part of that too, we're talking about any kind of in-home or mobile creative studio stuff. So now we're getting into the fun things where, you know, if we're making investments, we've got just a couple pieces. So super affordable. And then we're going into our own brand DNA and, and each person is, is an individual and different. So what's their logo, color palette, email signature, all those things that elevate them in the creative mm. space and put them at that pro level right out the gate. But also mm. we get to have some creative fun together, get them in Canva, get them used to using that creative side of the brain and um, building the foundation in that space. So we've got kind of the business operations, which are, are, are needed, but we start that creative part of your brand and building that brand DNA right out the gate too. And then we get right into the fun stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. step, step three. Right. That's, step that's still, that's still part of step two. So step still two part is, of step two. Yeah. Okay. Step two is, you know, business operations, business structure and brand identity. Okay. So the brand identity is the fun stuff. That's the fun <laughs> that's, stuff. Yeah, exactly. You got to balance it out. It's, you know, yeah. it's a lot. and, and ultimately yeah. straight out the gate too. And this is just all folded into to our engagements and how we work. We're developing their mindset and our mindsets. Right. So it's like that positive mindset, removing limiting beliefs, developing rituals, 
you know, that success mindset, which you have to have, you've got to be obsessed. You've got to be focused. So just encouraging, empowering, inspiring, um, the group together, whether it's one-on-one or or each other, we've got to start developing that really critical mindset that you need as a founder and to be what I call a fearless founder, you've, you've got to face it. So we, we do that right out the gate too. It's a lot, we've got a lot going on, but what I just talked to you through and more we've done in a week and every, every member um, is on track for that. So it's a lot, but it's, uh, it's empowering because there's nothing worse than feeling like, man, I didn't get enough done and we're definitely cranking it out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's really like sh- carving out space to get very intentional or committed to creating yeah. this. And that, like, because this, this is this, as it occurs to me, this is the period of time where you really are going to be, you know, creating space, then focusing mm-hmm. head down at this thing. Yeah, absolutely. And part of, you know, I've got a commitment, my, you know, to, to the team and they've got a commitment back to me. You know, I'm here to set and clarify and, and maintain focus and motivate and provide the roadmap, but they've got to, they've got to follow through and, and hold themselves accountable. And that's just all part of being a business owner Yeah, a mindset shift. And I know you get it, but just getting them in that mindset shift right out the gate. So we're practicing it. It's going to help keep that momentum for them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Do you have any fun stories or anything that stands out in an experience that you had with any particular clients like in this phase or like the brand identity phase? Um, Let's think. So, I mean, I think one of the things that I'm noticing in this space that's maybe not a fun story, but really common is that sometimes, well, a lot of us are serial entrepreneurs and we have other businesses. And I think it's easy to just think you have to put it all, like, I need to put all of that into this business. Mm-hmm. And to your point, it's, it's finding intentional space for you to expand creatively um, in a business without bringing everything else into it, if that makes sense. So some, there's an opportunity to cross pollinate, but so often we think, Oh, well, I'm an actress. I've got actresses and models in here. You know, I've got folks that are influencers, um, coaches, spiritual wellness, and they think they've got to take everything here and, 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 and put it into this. But what's cool about this is it's almost like a, an outlet, but, but a business on its own. And I think it's just a unique way of thinking where, hey, you can still own and manage and, and, and have these parts of you appear in these businesses but this is kind of a, a more unique set from mm. a from a creative perspective. And I think it's um what I'm seeing is, and, and it's happened with everyone in the group, like they're trying to bring everything over. But what's happening innately from that is that they're really feeling more excited and empowered to have a focused um, kind of part of who they are as a person. It's like an extension of, of their soul food that they don't necessarily get in their other businesses. So kind of just a unique, um, point of view that I've noticed over the last week is, is, uh, everyone trying to just bring everything over, (laughs) but then when they find out they don't have to, it's a sense of relief. And it's like, wait, I can just let, let this be my soul powered part of who I am, but still build Mm. a business. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. So we've created the brand identity, mm-hmm. the structure, yeah. the operations. What's next? So next we are going into really doing a detailed brand outreach strategy. So this is where like we're creating and executing 
our business strategy. In this case, it's it's connecting with brands. So we are talking about our storytelling. I use the story brand structure from Donald Miller. There's a book that you can get on Amazon. And it really, it just is, um, it really resonated with me. It's like, we've got a character, they've got a problem. You know, we're, they're meeting us as a guide and we're taking them through a plan and a call to action. And, and I've really applied that to how I do my content creation and it's a structure to pass on so that no matter what you're creating for anything, you can use this structure. And if it's long content, you use all of it. If it's short content, you, you just uh, take some pieces out, but it's a structure that takes the guesswork out of, of creating content, whether you're an expert influencer, which we have, or someone that's never done it before. So we go through that structure and we're, we're connecting with, um, with uh, email strategies, working with special agencies, uh, doing outreach with brands that were that we really love, and and spending some time on Twitter. So really, it's it's brand outreach. So it's business to business, and really getting ourselves out there and starting to make those connections, so we can start getting paid collaborations. Cool, cool. So there's there's a few different arms. It sounds like they go into this. Yes, and, and I'm guessing that's tailored to what they're what they're creating. Right. Absolutely. So we're, we're having them make some sample videos, just getting comfortable again, even if they've been on camera, it's a different type of, of camera fill. We want it to feel super um, authentic and just have them be them. And, and really it's, uh, it takes a little practice. I mean, even for me, I, I, I hadn't been on camera ever uh, and cringe, it was cringeworthy for me. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, just getting comfortable with yourself and accepting that you don't need to edit everything out, be you. Um, that's, that's what consumers are connecting with and that's what brands want. So just getting and building that confidence and, and then building that business to business, the B2B part where you're actually starting to connect with brands and facilitate conversations about what you can do for them, which is um, the UG space is, is pretty amazing as far as the reach, the conversion and um, how critical it is for consumer purchasing. I love that. Can, can you speak to the, the being yourself and kind of like the, the part of the, you know, getting out there that like that or what your experience of that was, or maybe people you've worked with, like what comes with that? Is there is, cause I, I know for me, that was also a hurdle and I'm still growing in that space. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm okay with being myself in a podcast, but am I okay with being myself? in a setting of, uh, you know, reels, recordings, different videos in the life of Ethan, like there's these different areas of stepping in. So can you speak to that quick? Yeah. And that's so valid. I think part of it too is, you know, it's creative. So it's subjective and technically, you know, you're putting yourself out there and saying, gosh, I hope they like it, you know, and that's why having that, that perfect match is so important, but ultimately, you know, my experience is something that's relatable for everyone um, that, that, that comes into these groups. You know, I had never been on camera, I'd never made a reel or a TikTok until just a few months ago. Not only did I not want to do it, I actually fell off of social media entirely for a year because I was so terrified of showing up and oh. um, hired a coach to really understand how to do it and, and what I needed to do and, and how it all worked. And, just made the commitment that I'm going to do it and jumping in at 150% all the way meant just being absolutely uncomfortable and working through having to listen to your voice, seeing yourself on camera. I mean, it's a process. You inherently 
want to judge yourself. And this <laughs> yeah. is kind of a beautiful lesson in, you know, just loving yourself in a different way that you haven't had to do yet. It's one thing to look in the mirror and be like, okay, fine. We're fine. We look fine today. We're good. It's another thing to show up on camera and know like, this is probably never going to not be off the internet. <laughs> you know, like this is forever. And just being yeah. okay with you're you and what makes you, you and all the little quirks that you want to judge are what people love about you. And mm. it just takes some time to sit in that and, and, and realize, wait a minute, people are connecting with me because I actually am me. People like my little quirks and, and it's okay. And I think uh, our society hasn't given us um, the room to, to be accepted Humanized. like that in, in a, in a long time. So seeing that transition, especially on TikTok, Instagram is still filtery and, and, um, and refined and TikTok is raw and people don't want anything but raw on there. And it's kind of um, liberating to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, and, and I, I've noticed this in my podcast, but I'd imagine that in the content creation, like there is that sort of liberating feeling that, yeah. that comes with like, Oh, I owned it. I did it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going to get better. You're going to get faster and better at the technical part, but you know, just showing up and being comfortable is something that's kind of good for your soul. And I really thought this would be a soul sucking industry. And I really fought it because of it. And what I'm learning is it can really transform and be, you know, soul powering. If you, yeah. if you look at it in the, in the right light. That's a, that's amazing. I love that. Um, great. So brand outreach, it, it, you mentioned, uh, I was going to ask the Donald Miller book. What is that? Yeah, yeah it's look. called the S building a story brand by Donald Miller. Okay. And, uh, you know, you can pick it up anywhere, just easy, easy book to read. It just talks about, it's funny that we even have to talk about it because we all storytell in our own way. We just don't yeah. think about breaking down how we're doing that because that's just, it's, it's human connection. And it's um, just something that resonated with me. And I thought if I'm going to do something that has structure, I want it to be as authentic as possible. And I want to invoke transformation and feeling. And that's my end goal. And Donald mm. really, um, really gets it. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. We'll have to pick that up. All right. Step three, brand outreach strategy. You heard it from her. Now let's go into what is step four? What comes well, after brand outreach? Yeah. So step four was brand outreach. And oh. step five is literally on repeat step four. So plan, do, check, adjust. So step five is really reveling in the work that you're doing. So there's a lot of work up front, but once we get to the end, it's you know, engage with brands, create content, grow your business, engage with, you know, so now we're in that fun circle of like, you're a full-time content creator. You've laid the groundwork in steps one, two, and three, and four. And step five is really just everything's on repeat. And you're really mm. starting to now, you've gotten a sense of it. You're starting to be able to have and take advantage of that, the lifestyle, the location independence, you're getting more time back with your family or, um, or you're on the you know van life on the road, or you're traveling with your pet, or you're just resting. Whatever it is, you're starting to reap the benefits, and you're you're basically just you know step four is on repeat. But now you're 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 creating the lifestyle around the ease and efficiencies and um, business that you've built. 
Oh man, that's amazing. I, I I'm I'm curious, like the repeat word, like that. Then now comes in discipline. There comes in right. um, some maybe organizational like mm-hmm. like stickiness, consistency. Yeah. So tell me about like what supports people in the flow and the the longevity of step five, and and is there breakthroughs that happen in step five? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's plan, do, check, adjust uh, in life, right? I mean, we're doing that regularly and you're doing that with your business. Ultimately, it's the community. So one, holding yourself accountable and plan, do, check, adjust and keeping the mindset going is one part, but having the community and that's what we're building within the UGC society and just inherently the types of networks that I find it's we're here to empower and support. You're going to have a crappy day. You're going to have days that that are hard. Maybe a a brand or a business is really difficult to deal with. This is fundamental founder challenges and they're not going away. So we want to build the confidence and, and, and the infrastructure and the mindset, but really community is what does it, you know, it's being able to connect with others um, like connecting with you and others around sharing your story empowering others and getting excited about what you're working on really starts to feed your soul and community is a, if not the biggest part of that. Mm, I love that. And you said plan, do check adjust. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's an old school thing, you know, when we're, especially when we're working in software, right. It's just like, okay. Or just things in our life. It's like plan to do this, implement it, check it. What's working, what's not working adjust it, do it again. You know, it's, you know, just kind of foundational, but an old school, but it's, it's evolution. It's growth is all that. Yeah. 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 Old school, but it sounds like that's a forever thing. Right. (laughs) Like it doesn't matter how far (laughs) technology advances plan to do check adjust is a beautiful thing. And I think like what's coming up for me is like, wow, implement that people like put that in, like even put that in a weekly or I don't know if you do it even daily, weekly, monthly, what, what you do, but, yeah. but like build that daily. in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's working, what's not working. It's, it's, it's old school retrospective um, that can be applied to anything, including your life. And, and it's part of just evolving and growing as a human being. I love it, Shannon. <laughs> well, beautiful. Thank you for laying out those lovely five steps how to create, build a creative business you freaking love in 30 days. That is amazing. <laughs> um, we are getting close to landing the plane. I'd love to hear like any last uh, thoughts around this or anything that you'd like to leave the, the folks with in regards to, to the, the five steps in regards to like the creative minds that are listening to this. What, what's coming up for you? Anything you'd like to leave them with? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's going to go back to that community. Um, it's really important to continue to foster those partnerships that you have, whether it's people that you meet along the way or those that have made big impacts in your life. Building that structure around you, the, 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 your soul tribe is really you know, going to get you through anything in your life, whether it's starting a new business like this, whether it's having personal challenges. And I just would encourage you if there's uh, through this platform, connect with each other, um, reach out to me anytime. If you're just having a bad day, you need someone to listen. If you want advice on anything, if you just, you know, want to bounce something off, like take advantage of that. Like uh, myself, uh, anyone out there, I mean, take advantage of just connecting with other human beings. Like that is really what, what powers us as each other, that connection. And um, it really can get you through anything. So I think just, 
embracing that and 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 taking advantage of it is is really going to kind of keep that momentum in any space and i'm here for anyone if anyone needs anything in any way shape or form lovely lovely well i'm sure we'll be reaching out to you what, what's next for shannon where's shannon going where's, yeah, where's her digital nomad leading her what's yeah i'm headed to thailand actually i'll be working from thailand in oh. chiang mai for i just have a one-way ticket for an unknown amount of time um, partnering with some founders and entrepreneurs over there, as well as continuing to do a lot of work here around the UGC Society and just feeding my soul with some time with uh, amazing children, elephants, and um, seeing amazing things. <laughs> I love that. Thailand, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. I'm excited. Don't, don't stop dreaming, folks. It is possible, especially in today's world where there's so much that we can take advantage of and create. It's a creator's world. It's beginning to lean in that direction more and more where we can use what what we have available. There's so many tools. There's so many so many things that we can do. And, and, and reach out to Shannon. She is amazing. My experience of you, Shannon, so far is that you're very competent, that you have a lot of believability, and that you really care. So I, I love that. Um, before we jump, tell uh, where where can people find you? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, great question. Now? So Instagram and TikTok, it's under I am soul powered. Uh, so super easy to find me there. Reach out anytime. And then for anything related to the UGC, the things we talked about today, we've got a you know the thirty day checklist that we want to give you guys. Literally, if you're like grab the bull by the horns kind of person. That's my exact checklist of what I did. If you don't need any help, that's you, you've got the, the blueprint and you're ready to go. If you want to maybe talk about joining the UGC society or just learning more in that space, you can go to soulpoweredbrands.com um, and uh, forward slash sorry, the UGC society and just find out a little bit more, um, but easy just to connect, connect on Instagram or on TikTok. Always here to support. I love it. Thank you so much, Shannon. You're amazing. I hope the best for you in Thailand. I hope the best for you in wherever else you go and whoever else you get to impact, they're going to be lucky. Um, not quite off the hook. Before we end it, uh, we always end with a general message that you'd love to leave the true you audience with. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever comes up for you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, I think it's just, it goes back to being soul power. Do whatever fuels your soul, no matter what it is. Life is short. Um, whatever little thing it is, let that lead your path and you will find a lot of value and happiness in your life. Love it. Don't stop. Feel your soul. I love it. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you so true for having me. Absolutely. Thank you to you audience for listening in. Reach out to her if you need anything at all. And until next time, Shannon, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by Good Buds Co. Good Buds is a Southeast Minnesota leading cannabis brand that is actively inspiring people to grow their belief in the benefits of the plant while creating a vision for better health, economic change, and community awareness. Their scientifically proven products have gotten raving reviews and are an absolute top choice to boost your overall wellness with a natural solution. And as a social business, GoodBuds prides itself in being a give-first company. After all, we could use a good bud. Find them at www.goodbudsmn.com and for a 10% discount on your next purchase, enter in true-u 
all lowercase, and enter that in the coupon code space upon checkout. Also, be sure to follow them on Instagram and Facebook by searching GoodBudsMN. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the True You Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Schultz. Until next time, deuces.